Hello, and this is your captain speaking. My name is Charles Xavier. Um, I am your pilot for this evening. This is a one-way trip to the Savage Land. And with me, by my side, I have my co-pilot, Scott Summers. Scott, is there anything you would like to say? Gene! Gene! Gene? Gene! 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 Okay, that was a bit dramatic. Uh, anyway, as you may know, um, uh, this is our debut flight here on X Flights International. You are aboard our state-of-the-art Blackbird, and um, there won't we won't be running into any turbulence or any sort of. Uh, weather predicaments because we have on board our own storm manipulator. Aurora, is there anything you'd like to say? Because I can control the weather, they call me Storm. Swirl, mighty winds, and carry us to Gene! Okay. It seems everyone's a, a bit Gene obsessed. I'm sorry, they're mourning her right now. She's turned into some sort of, I don't know, celestial being out in space. Uh, anyway, um, this will only take about an hour, and uh, we have some in-flight uh, entertainment for you. Um, as you may know, we had a animated series in the 90s, and we're going to watch the pilot for what came prior to that from the 80s. So strap in and uh, relax as we watch this uh, program. Wrong switch. There we go. Hey, Kenny. Hey, man. That co-pilot's really got a one-track mind, huh? Yeah, I, he's, you know, he's thinking about something. Yeah, he needs to not be doing something's that while, on his mind. while our lives are in his hands, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can say that again. Uh, so, Kenny, what are we watching this week? So, like uh, our wonderful pilot, Charles Xavier, just let us know, we are watching not only the pilot to the 90s uh, X-Men series, but the, what I consider a pre-pilot to that, which was kind of what I guess came out in the 80s that kind of yes. like set up them being able to do the 90s X-Men series. Yeah, so we're watching the 89 Pride of the X-Men we uh, found this on YouTube, so we're going to watch it. Um, if it's still on YouTube, you guys could probably look it up, Pride of the X-Men. I know that there was a few uploads on there. Hopefully, it's still on there by the time you guys listen to this episode. Uh, but yeah, uh, this was pretty much done by the same like writers and directors, the same team that would go on to do the 90s X-Men. But as you can see, there's a different like animation style and obviously a different production house mm -hmm. behind it. Uh, but yeah, let's let's watch let's it. Let's check it out. Have you seen this before? I have seen this before. Oh, you have? Okay. I, I watched it in preparation. Oh, right. It's Mark oh, yeah. And there's also some Spider -Man like you've ads before. Yeah, let's check out these sick ads. Before. I love one of these ads. <laughs> Spider -Man comes to I didn't realize there was like six Spider-Man games coming out of the 80s. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> like at the same time, too. <laughs> and they all look dope, honestly. Yeah. 
Some of them are hard as fuck. I've I've definitely played a lot of these emulated, and they've been they're difficult. I played a good bit of Magic Sword last night, you know, and I just feel like all those games from this time period were intentionally impossible so that kids would have to spend a billion dollars trying to get one quarter of the way through them, you know? Yeah, arcade games for sure. But these at-home games, they were difficult because the idea was that a lot of time spent in the game was quality. Then so... If you were having a harder time beating the levels, you spend more time, and then because of that, it felt like you got your money's worth out of it. You know that what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah, it's it's putting the hours in because it's impossible. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't talk to that guy. He's scary. <laughs> 80s venom. Okay, let's listen to this. If you think superheroes like me can fight all your battles for you, think again. Voting for your local, state, and federal representative lets you choose who's on your side and all the issues we face. This is Spider-Man speaking right really now. Big ones too. But before you can vote, you need to register. So do it now. For registration <laughs> forms Spider-Man. visit your local participating oh. video store. Have a voice in your future. Register. And vote. <laughs> and Tom Spider-Man sent you. <laughs> Okay, so I've I'm, never, I'm gonna clip that, and that's gonna be on our Instagram by the time this episode comes out. Dude, I've never wanted to vote for my local representatives more until 1980. <laughs> Spider-Man told me to do so. <laughs> so if you guys, if you guys want to see that, I'm gonna post that on our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Oh my god, okay, right. that's that's an amazing commercial. Oh, this is also an important notice. It says the material on this video cassette <laughs> is pr- protected by copyright. It is for private use only, and any other use, including copying, reproducing or performance in public in whole or in part is prohibited by law. I would have so. never considered performing in public as being <laughs> copywriting. We should do a live performance of this episode. <laughs> I think what they mean is like showing oh, yeah. in public. <laughs> I like go and put on a theatrical movie. Rewrite it as a theater play. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into this fucking shit. I hope you get it. Okay. I'm so excited for some of this voice acting. Oh, it's, me it's too. It's what makes this episode great, in yes, my opinion. for sure. <laughs> Go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. Oh, this is obviously produced uh, by Best Film and Video wow. Core. No place to hide. No place to I'm bummed this intro song didn't survive. I... So I have a lot to say about this damn song. <laughs> Let's hear it. It, we're gonna see after we watch this one we're gonna watch the 90s pilot and it's incredible how much this is the 80s and the next one is literally the 90s and only like three years of difference <laughs> the sound change in those times this is stanley of oh Marvel stan's Comics here warning you to look around you your classmates your friends you never know which one of them may be a mutant a person born with strange and wondrous powers. Now, some mutants, like the X-Men, use their special gifts for good. But then there are the terrorist mutants who plan to destroy the human race. There's a lot of terrorist fear yeah. going on in this episode. Yeah. Take this mutie we're hauling tonight, for example. He's too dangerous to live. I am Magneto. <laughs> He's too Release dangerous to live. <laughs> Why is he alive? Kill him. I've never seen anything like it. His power. He's a mutant. <laughs> he doesn't deserve to live on the same planet as normal, decent human beings. When the Brotherhood of Mutant Terrorists and I are through, humans will no longer have a place on planet Earth. I actually really like this animation style. Yes. I think it makes Magneto look menacing as fuck. For sure. Yeah, the, the convoy. 
the design style is actually pretty good. Okay. Okay, she's played like a by like a seventy year old. What the fuck? And I think that might be like her only time talking in the whole episode. It's so funny that Emma Frost is in this at all. For kind of just this one part. Yeah. She's just the, she's just the escape plan. She created like a mental spear out of light. Did you see that? Was she Dazzler? I know. <laughs> That's pretty cool. He rips apart his gun. And then wraps him in it. So here's another thing. There's guns in this cartoon. Don't, and terrorists. I don't think they fire the guns. But they are there. In the following series, they... They, um... What's the word? They make them laser guns. Because they're not lethal. Oh, here's Kitty Pride. Gives me the creeps, too. And then she's played by, like... A small child, yeah. <laughs> She's played by the same woman who plays Phil and Lil. Oh, really? Yeah, from the Rugrats. That's cool. Okay, so we learned a little bit about her power. Is anyone here? This way, Miss Pride. What are you? Like, he couldn't just greet her? I know. He came to her as a ghost. For you to follow. I am Professor Charles Xavier, also known... Talk about having to dive in both feet. I know. And those who have joined me are known as the X-Men. Okay, so would you say that he has a British accent right here? No, he sounds American, right? He kind of sounds... Yes. He has a sort of infliction, or an inflection on his voice. It feels like they made sure everybody had an accent in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, no one has a normal voice. Well, because he speaks so properly and almost theatrically, like theater, like Shakespearean almost, um, they do make the next... Professor X British, mm-hmm. which then informs the idea that Perfect was at all ever British. Yeah, that he was, I guess, English from the start. Yeah, yeah but he's born in America in the comic books. Because even obviously James McAvoy goes on to play him yeah. with a British accent, right? Yeah. No, he's British. <laughs> but like the White Queen, we saw her earlier. She's British, and she, but even though she was born in America, she's voiced by my grandma. Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> Gene! 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 The part where he like shink, you know, Next like is Peter just grazes his arm. His code name is Colossus. I love me some Colossus. I know. She's going to learn to love him too. <laughs> yep. He's <laughs> good. Next, meet Allison Blair. But the only accent that was accurate. Yeah, right. Well, and Nightcrawler. Oh, true. Into powerful bolts of light. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler has mastered the art of line of sight teleportation. That's Wolverine with razor like adamantium. <laughs> My favorite. Claws. They're sharp enough to slice through almost any substance known to man. 
See, that looks badass. Dude, the, the animation of this is low-key. Um, incredible. A high key. Yeah. Dude, the key is high on Dude, this one. That's a high-ass key. Because I can control... <laughs> I have the ability to see into people's minds. Their minds? Oh, don't worry, Their minds? I don't use my gift recklessly. I think you'll find my X-Men a very pleasant group. And then they're immediately insane to her. I know. <laughs> I love the way Nightcrawler is drawn in this animation style. Because he has, like, the shadows over his eyes. Fräulein, what a lovely vision you are. Please allow me. Everyone's natural reaction. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, and so when Kitty Pride phases, she can destroy technology. It, like, disrupts the technology? Is that yeah. a thing? Yeah. <clears throat> I just assumed she was putting her hand in there and ripping wires or something, you know? She has the power to walk through solid objects, a power known as phasing. Okay, so that was Wolverine growling. <laughs> Sounds like a chihuahua. You left before I could properly welcome you. Welcome her. Wait, she's not joining the X-Men, is she? She's just a kid. Okay, so Wolverine has an Australian accent. <laughs> like, the most, like the most Australian accent. <laughs> Which I guess is like somehow foresight that Hugh Jackman, an Australian man, would play him. <laughs> And I, is that, I don't know, I guess that's where Wolverines are from. Maybe like that part of the world. <laughs> I guess. But what's crazy is there's an episode. I'm going to turn this down a notch. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, well, we can pause it if we need to. Yeah, true. Too. The Brotherhood are tricking the X-Men to leave so, so they can. This came out in 89. In 83, an episode of Spider-Man and his amazing friends came out with the X-Men in it. And for some reason, Wolverine also had an Australian accent in that episode. So these shows almost tried to determine the the nationality of some of these characters just by their voice castings, huh? Yeah, which is crazy because in the comics, he's predominantly Canadian. Yeah, they're like, he's French-Canadian. And they're like, well, we're going to get an Aussie to play him. The human race will be cool idea. We have our own. Which is also weird because Rocket Raccoon in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 has an Australian accent and Rocket Raccoon in the Spider-Man cartoon from that era also has an Australian accent. I have actually seen clips of that, yeah. Which is fucking weird. Like, he's a space raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then look, they created the Pokeball before Pokemon came out. That's fucked up. (laughs) Is it canon that they're brother-in-law? Yes, stepbrothers. Yeah, Yeah, so Juggernaut's here. Juggernaut has chosen his friends well, Xavier. (laughs) (sighs) Look at him, he looks so badass. His eyeballs are huge. (laughs) This... This episode moves so fucking fast. Dude, it's insane. <laughs> I just love the fact that I guess this ends with him just covering Xavier in some rubble. That's how they find him later. <laughs> and then he's perfectly fine. <laughs> His mental power saved him. Dude, look at her foot. Foot where? It's just socks with sandals. White people. <laughs> so look at that cosmic... Pokeball that Magneto's stealing from. She just throws it yeah, at she him. Throws it at him and she phases into the crown. <laughs> Her only reaction. 
<laughs> You're fine, have it. <laughs> so he wants it to like power his meteor or whatever, asteroid M. Yeah, he's trying to use a tractor beam to make an asteroid co- crash into the planet Earth and destroy right. most of humanity. It's like it's like asteroid Scorpio or something. They gave it a pretty cool name. Yeah. Okay, Blob is for some reason German or some shit, and then Pyro is from Australia. Which is can for the Scorpio comet. His world will his world will what? Gene, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is the, the Cyclops actor is kind of one of the worst as far as it just doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, in this, I kind of liked it, but yeah, I like the '90s version much more. Back off, X Men! Please help us. Let the hostages go, Pyro. This it's a lot of yelling at each other. Yeah, for sure. All these people have superpowers, and they're like, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Ozzy versus Ozzy. I'm about to have a battle down under. I love this instant reaction. Thank you. She's more kind to Nightcrawler than Kitty is. And one of their parents are, get away, mutant. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it was, it poses a threat to the whole human race. Shows the kids are more uh, accepting. <laughs> I love his eyes. Yeah, I thought it was interesting they gave him two separate, like, vis- visual, like, Yeah, marks. like eyeballs inside. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like that idea. Instead of a solid red beam. Yeah. As the computer tracking system locked onto the comet. <laughs> and then Why do I know this voice actor? I recognize it from something yeah. else and I can't figure out what it is. The Toad voice. Anybody listening, hear Toad and tell me where he's from. Poor Lockheed. Scorpio is now in range. I did it, mister! I did good, didn't I? (laughs) Yeah, it's some other minion from some other 80s cartoon. Exactly. Go play in an airlock. All right, mister. He sounds like Igor or like... He just chases Lockheed out the room. Professor X, here! I found him. They just find him in a pile of rubble. And he just gets up, look. Kitty. He moves his leg. He moves his leg. Look, he lifts his knee. Look. Oh no. Oh, oh Professor X just frankly just literally just got real. <laughs> now we know that wheelchair is bullshit. Yeah. Hold on, we missed some more of Wolverine's growling. Let's rewind a little bit. Then it's all been real. Of course it's all been real. Get with it. The X-Men don't have room for one I just can't imagine delivering that line and be like, that was good, that was the one. Let's keep that. Yeah. Oh boy. Alright guy, we need you to sound like the smallest dog. <laughs> when did Crocodile Dundee come out? Yes. I wonder if it's influenced by Crocodile Dundee. Professor! Oh I'm so happy to see you. But I No, the first one came out in eighty six. Dang. Because, yeah, he already had an Australian accent in 83 in the Spider-Man and Amazing Friends episode. And I have to believe that's why he has that accent in this pilot. Yeah. Yeah, if you watch the the trailer at the beginning that showed all the Spider-Man games, the, all the animated footage was ripped out of the Spider-Man and Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. 
Okay, so now they're on Asteroid M and Magneto's playing with some balls. Yeah. <laughs> I have located Magneto. Oh, so I don't know if you realize that team and those costumes of yeah. X-Men, that's from the Konami X-Men arcade game. That's why they chose this team then, that track. I wonder if they, they were like developed in tandem. I have to believe because then obviously the next team is in predominantly in like the 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 yeah the, the Capcom Sega, yeah the Sega Genesis game isn't it? Yes, yeah. It has Beast and Gambit in that game. Yeah. Dude, mankind is already doomed, bro. <laughs> Stan just coming in. What is it? Like, I'm Stan Lee. <laughs> He's changed the course rest of in the peace. comics. I know. May he rest in peace. Directly towards <laughs> Earth. The, the power. It hit me like a fist. <laughs> he flew out of his chair. Yeah. <laughs> it hit me like a fist. A fish. Now planet will be plunged into the ice age. Wow. How do you feel about Wolverine, Cyclops, and Storm's costumes in this episode versus in the 90s episode? I really like. I have always really enjoyed this Wolverine costume. You with like the, the brown, brown more with than the brown. Me. I think I like both of them, but there's something about this one I think is iconic. I just don't like how his claws are drawn in this because, like, depending on yeah, depending on the angle, they look like pencil. Yeah, thin, you know? but whenever they're close up, they look like blades. Yeah. As to where in the '90s one, they look like like needles. I'll need to pay more attention to them. Yeah, they look like nails. I was like, dang, make his claws like have some girth. You know what I mean? Well, I think they're afraid of knives. Being oh, portrayed yeah. to children. Look at this. This looks awesome. It's like two frames per second, <laughs> but it looks great. Storm, when I blow the Those spacesuits look dope. I really like that about this, too, is that X-Men were in space, like, fucking all the goddamn time for some reason. Yeah, like, they're more like space warriors, you know? Yeah. Like, why why would Magneto's base be on a, a an asteroid or something? <laughs> exactly. How does he get there? <laughs> Do they have their own blackbirds that we don't get to see? <laughs> see, she looks awesome in that armor, too, the space suit. Yeah. Classic Marvel, dude. Everybody matching costumes. Yep. Good luck, my dear. Just destroy the costume and the, and the fucking spaceship they're in. Fries everything. <laughs> and then look, they're like contemplating like breaking in and stuff like that. Kitty Pride could have like snuck them all in. That's true. But that wouldn't be dramatic, dude. That wouldn't be dramatic. Magneto <laughs> <laughs> just backhands the fuck out of Lockheed. Every chance he gets to slap Lockheed at this <laughs> episode, only Wolverine's out of the spacesuit. Because <laughs> he doesn't need it, dude. Good day, mate. Like, wouldn't Storm be the best person to fight him, not Dazzler? Yeah, make it rain, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they need her later. I love the explanation for Dazzler's powers. It's so perfect. Yeah, and it makes sense on where she would go in her future. You know? Yeah. Don't worry about us, Dingo. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, just trap him in there. Master. Oh, yeah, and look at that. Wolverine beat Toad, but he got left behind anyways. Yeah. It's like they each have to make their meet their match and then just stay with And then her. they're like, all right, you hang out with Toad. Yeah. Colossus versus Juggernaut. Classic. Someday they've been one and the same. Yeah, I know. And what happens Dude, to Kane? Does he kiss. die? Juggernaut. 
No, he just goes he back just, to into a normal body. Yeah, he's just, he just decides to go sell insurance or something. I think he did die, though. Oh, here she is again. She spoke. We lied. Ooh, one day they'd be lovers. Cyclops and the White Queen. This is like looking at someone's high school yearbook and being like, God, look where they are now. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've come so far. <laughs> Dude, the fact that Nightcrawler has to stand up and possibly like sacrifice himself is like such a classic Nightcrawler trope yeah. that I'm surprised they even put it in this cartoon. Phil and Lil. <laughs> the circuit. You made me break the circuit. Kick him. Now nothing is the comic's cause. Speedy, strike now. Magneto's in position. The amount of electricity that would thwart Magneto's plans that it would like apparently cut off that then conduits through Nightcrawler has to be like an immense amount of electricity, right? You think it would just fry Nightcrawler to death instantly. I guess he's being protected by the spacesuit. <laughs> yes! I've just stopped a madman from destroying the Earth! And now Scorpio... looks so shocked. Yeah. He's like, God damn it, she's right. Like, you asked her what she did, you obviously didn't even know. complete that circuit, or the comet will change course back to Earth. Although you've won, Nightcrawler must die! Oh no, Nightcrawler, no. That, that's some deep shit to put in your first episode. Yeah. Kitty, join the others quickly. I have a plan. <laughs> Took her little baby Lockheed and ran. I'll keep the blackbird on your view screen. Your time oh yeah, within sight. You have to teleport just before the comet. See, when that was his weakness in the live-action movies, I didn't realize that was something established in the comics either—that he can only teleport within line of sight. Well, it—he quickly learned to grow out of that. That thing. Alive. Not for long. He's entering the Earth's atmosphere. He'll burn. It up. looks badass. It as dumb as it looks, or as it is. Yeah. Because he would already be vaporized. Yeah, like instantly. Fire the grappling beams. <laughs> the grappling beams. <laughs> yeah, were those beams? Were they physical things? I really, those are like yeah. physical claws. Those aren't beams. <laughs> That's fucked up. He's, he's gone. You think he would be able to tell he's not dead, right? Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, he's just in a locker right behind us. <laughs> oh, I can never make it up to him. <laughs> she, Xavier just, yeah, he died. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's that? Nightcrawler, my little Tavarish. You're not dead after all, no? <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> but I would have been, if not for Kitty Bravest, most unselfish thing I've ever seen. That's the biggest change of heart in 30 minutes I've ever seen. Yep. Well, Wolverine, you were against Kitty being a member of the team. What do you think now? So the kid got lucky. Not yet. I guess mouse didn't move. I know. For now, Magneto is still out there, waiting, planning, plotting the destruction of the human race. But whatever the challenge, whatever the peril, the X-Men will be there. Big ass head. Um, 
Here we go. No, come on. Dude. X-Men, save, save the, the day. day. X-Men, <laughs> they're mutants and uh, something. Eyeball rays. <laughs> so, great. Um, great. That was Pride of the X-Men. That's what it's called, Pride of the X-Men. Yes. And it's spelled as per- Kitty Pride's last name is spelled with a Y. Um, how'd you feel about that? I, I love it, honestly. Besides, I mean, well, even with the silly voice acting, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I could have seen this show going on to succeed just as much as the 90s does eventually go on to. And part of me is bummed we didn't get anything that is this team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's such a drastic change in team in the next series. Even the main character is a completely different, you know, focus yeah. point. So I was, like, kind of interested that they obviously reworked this whole thing after creating this pilot. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, the, this team doesn't work, I guess. Or what do you think the reasons for that? To those um, changes would have been uh, this was definitely a very 80s team even mm-hmm. to the point at 89 this is already like an antique of a team almost. oh really because like i think 86 or 87 is fall of the mutants which is this team mm. pretty much um but yeah i know yeah dazzler was a very 80s idea and then she's basically an 80s like hair pop metal star. pop star yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um, With the perfect power set, she can turn music and the sound yeah. she makes into a fucking her own personal light show. You know? Yeah, but they can also be physical, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so um, she can jerk off her whole audience <laughs> while performing a song <laughs> with light. I, you know, she probably <laughs> could. <laughs> How far could Dazzler go? <laughs> um, well, let's uh, take a very quick break, and when we come back, we'll watch the first episode of the 90s series. Hell yeah. Wow. So we'll be right back. I need some peanuts. Can I get, can I get a bag of peanuts? Yeah. Can I get a puke bag? I'm getting a little, little pukey. Dude, you're going to watch uh, Star Wars Young Jedi, Jedi Adventures? You know it, dude. I'm going to watch Renovations also. Dude, that guy's dead now. May he rest in... May he renner in peace. In pieces. Because he got, he got all broken up. Okay. So, oh, look at this art real quick. God, that's fucking awesome. That Wolverine is... Uh, it's not obvious, but it is... Someone drew over an Olivia, uh, an Olivier Copiel art to make it look like 90s X-Men. Oh, they just recolored it basically? Yeah, they they redrew it cuz it's not Olivier Coipel and they made it look like Why 90s. is Cable there? Cuz he does show up in the in the show eventually. That's the thing about this show is it's so long look Cable's oh, right, yeah, there, he's right there in episode, episode 9 and then Colossus in episode 8. It's also the the one that brings in Juggernaut too. The, the only person who can stop him. Dude, this show's good. I really like it. Let's watch the first episode. Of the 90s X-Men. Yes. Which at the time, it was just called X-Men, X-Men. <laughs> but retroactively, we call it X-Men, the animated series now, which is interesting. <clears throat> here, here we go. So we're already in it. And I know what I said about the other intro, but God damn it, there's no intro better than this. I know. Already 90s, like that, that, that guitar... <laughs> 
And I think, <gasps> oh, buffering, uh-oh. Plot twist. I, I was not anticipating <laughs> this buffering Internet issues. issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I'm going to just start it over and see if that helps at all. So far, not. Damn, your internet just kicked the hay? I guess so. That's not going to help. I was just going to see if it, I if could it all if I could play it on mine just to test, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but then you wouldn't have your soundboard. Dude, I don't need no soundboard. I pushed wow once in that whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right? Yeah, let's try this again. <laughs> Bro, why you got to protect your pin, dude? I don't have to protect it. The reason it asks for a pin is because I, um, I have the defenders on the on my profile. No, we're watching X Men right now. No, I'm just not the defenders. Oh, okay, here it is. Here it is. It's finally happening. Is it gonna stop again? It stopped at 14 seconds. This intro also does a great job at showing all of the characters. It actually introduces our characters, which is important. Yeah. yeah. First is just having Wolverine show up growling, and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. So they replace Nightcrawler, Colossus, um, Dazzler, mm-hmm. with Beast, Rogue, Gambit, and Gene. They mm-hmm. add Gene, and then they replace Kitty Pride with Jubilee. And her, are her powers kind of similar to Dazzler's? And Jubilee's powers honestly confuse me. Yeah, Jubilee just makes pops and and like lights and she just energy basically she can just shoot energy beams yeah but they're at first they're sparkles and then later they become like explosions but yeah there's like several x-men that have like the same power there's boom boom Mm -hmm. who does like explode little mini explosions because she just has a running theme in this same as kitty pride where she keeps breaking technology you know what i mean like she touches stuff and it ruins it Nationwide. Yeah, there's, there's. Oh, we also uh, have Morph in this. Yeah, Mo- Morph is. She's one of them, Martha. She needs help. But how could you register her with that mutant control agency as if she were some sort of criminal? The agency isn't a prison, Martha. Yes, it is. It's an outreach program to help these unfortunate no, it's not. people. Well, he he represents like what everyone thinks. Yeah, this is this is the kind of dad that sent their kid to like gay camp. You know what I mean? Like straight camp. (laughs) It's like no, it's gonna help him. (laughs) Oh god! Happening to me. And Jubilee, (laughs) she's like, I want to be a normal kid dressed as like a fucking mutant straight out of the eighties. Oh, hold on, I gotta rewind it. I gotta rewind it. Why is this happening to me? I used to be a normal kid. It's not my fault. Check out this Bart. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> There's a Bart on her wall. <laughs> it was like the most fucked up Bart I've ever seen. <laughs> Bart Simpson, to be specific, yeah. and it's amazing. He looks like a cat boxer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most fucked up drawing I've ever seen. I don't understand why they drew <laughs> They give him like the widest shoulders and the smallest hips. Yeah. All right. Someone laughed their ass off when they drew that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and here comes the most like obnoxious and ineffectual like mutant hunting <laughs> device. It's a giant fucking robot. And he's like, a dog might be mutant. 
And is is he colors? Are they color schemed based the same as Magneto? Just cause? Is that just by coincidence? Touching it. Why would you touch a VCR? <laughs> His foot as big as a car. I always love when that kind of stuff's happening and no one's aware. Like you yeah. hear that. You'd be like, damn, did you hear that giant explosion down the street? And so ineffectual that it just breaks into a bedroom thinking Jubilee's there. Like it can't scan heat signatures and shit. Identification error. <laughs> and why does its mouth need to move? I'm so mad right now. This show's worse. No, <laughs> I want the pride of the X-Men. <laughs> and here's Jubilee hanging out at the arcade. I thought they loved me. She's crying. Come on. I'll teach you to invade my universe. She has a great one liner. Mommy! Find me that! Find me that! <laughs> <laughs> Can't you do something? What do you want me to do? Arrest them? <laughs> The most honest reaction. I know. And then all of a sudden it's got this advanced technology to track her footsteps, yeah. her exact footprints. She fried the arcade. You. you know how much that game costs? Yeah, a quarter. <laughs> wow. Stupid jerk arcade. Like, do they know she's mutant because she's dressed ridiculously? Okay, well, here's another thing. Jubilee's dressed ridiculously, and then she just bumped into Storm and Rogue, and they're dressed normally. <laughs> they learned to stop dressing like X-Men. But what's crazy is we see uh, Gambit in a little bit. <laughs> He's dressed like Gambit. <laughs> it's so true. Not me alarmed. This is extensive damage, this giant robot. Yeah, like, is this what the government wants? Like, to murder humans in the name of catching one mutant? Yeah. Look, he has, like, steel boots, he's got a head sock, he has the eyes of the devil, and he's just flirting with this lady like she doesn't think anything's weird about him at all. She's, like, horrified, and he's like, hey, what's so good looking? You dweebs, watch it! I hope you're just on security. Target identified. Initiate capture. Just Jubilee. Target? No, Jubilee. Yeah, they already have a code name for yeah. <laughs> Oh, maybe that's a nickname that she already had. <laughs> Must be a sale. Storm! Mistress of the elements! Um. Commands you to release that child. Gene! <laughs> Wrong button, sorry. Because I can control the weather. Unidentified mutants. You think they would definitely be identified? I know. I guess Professor X does a good job at keeping their identities safe. Um, how do you feel about Storm's different costume? I love this Storm costume. You it's like always the been the most iconic, yeah. Yeah, yeah she looks dope. I'm conflicted with the Wolverine costumes. Like, I love the brown one, but I do appreciate the blue and yellow, too, you know? Yeah. But the, that same costume, that same Storm costume in huh. black, like, same shape and everything, is also pretty dope. Definitely. Well, that's when she's storming. Yeah. 
They feel great. <laughs> Does this store just sell cards? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Don't go and there's mayhem happening outside, and he's just like, hold on a and second. And she's just also flirting away with a guy that just bought 12 packs of playing cards for some reason. <laughs> yeah. like, this guy's a just fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, I run a ca- casino, mon cher. <laughs> <laughs> Share your insurance can handle it. <laughs> what is that? This isn't my building. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking work here. Yeah, does she own a card store? <laughs> oh, a robot, I believe. Oh, that's a good one liner. I'm gonna rewind yeah. it a little bit. <laughs> what is this thing anyhow? Oh, oh. A robot, I believe. Which is being literal like the funniest thing in the early 90s. I guess. <laughs> <Don't do that>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good timing, Gambit. Anywhere but here. Stand aside. I must apprehend that mutant. Hey. He's like very obviously a mutant too. The two most mutant dressed people in the entire mall right now. If they got a trench coat and weird body armor, they're a mutant, dude. And a head socket. I must be going nuts. Everybody's gone. People flying everywhere. The balls turned into some creepy for real video game. Please, oh, please, oh, please. He doesn't see me. I hope he doesn't see me. Yeah, at this point, you think it'd be like, oh, I have all these mutants I can catch, and it's still just so focused on Jubilee. Yeah. Unregistered mutant. Expendable. (laughs) Get away from him. I mean it. Sparkles. I mean, that, that was, was some pretty violent sparkles. That was a pretty bad, big blast. Run, girl! Run! <laughs> he just like suddenly turns into Wolverine. <laughs> he gets all what gruff at him. <laughs> Get out of here! to be a mutant. I'm just a kid. You know, I'm glad they didn't do the same Nightcrawler shtick again, though, where she saw Gambit and was like, Ah, devil! Yeah. You know? Like, oh my god, what are you? <laughs> Who are you? Cyclops. <laughs> Get down! <laughs> I don't have a Gene! <laughs> that doesn't answer my question. <laughs> Energy blast, huh? This badass. Here's one from a pro. Just cuts his head right the fuck off. Good night. That's why he's the leader, dude. Dude. Sometimes Scott. That's why they call them the S Men. <laughs> the Scott Men. What is this place? <laughs> <laughs> So, hey, just like Kitty Pride, she fucks up machinery. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's like a common it's, theme. It's a running theme between the two main leads is that for some reason they were like, they both need to be able to just fuck up electronics. Yeah. Locked. Okay. And like Kitty Stop Pride, it. she can just go through any door. Oh, Come on, I know you're in there. I thought she does that bit. Oh, she does. Okay. Because that how you unlock a door? Mutant Uh-oh. powers definitely have their advantage. Are we about to meet Wolverine? We are, right? Oh, no, this is Beast. Yeah. Which is the one she's terrified of. Disconcerting if this were to detonate. Is he talking to himself? Yeah, that's how geniuses talk. This shocking incident at New Salem Mall is just Here's part Morph. of the growing menace of mutant violence. My fellow Americans, I am an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> By Kelvin Clone. Kelvin Clone? Film at 11. Mall violence. Film at 11. 
<laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I love that Morph never heard her voice or anything and somehow was able to just... There's uh, Callisto and Boom, or uh, Cannonball. It's time we recognize that our good job. Get a life. What happened at the mall was inevitable. And then, yeah, Professor X just clueless that someone's awake and just walking around. You think he would be, yeah, he's just like omnipotent, (laughs) omnipotent. Those monitors were on. (laughs) (laughs) What a clue. It's the girl game. This is Professor Xavier, Code 3. We have an intruder. No, you don't. You let her in. The intruder will not elude me. <laughs> Why does he run on the wall? There's no reason. The floor was fine. Yeah, he's just cool like that. Oh, uh, and then so she breaks into the danger room. The safest place. She literally looked at a sign that said danger room and was like, I'm going in there. And I guess Wolverine and Gambit were already set up to fight in it. They didn't give a shit about the alarm outside. Who cares about an intruder? See? This is no place for you. <laughs> That's true. They're already obviously in there, but it acts like it's like setting up there the sequence for her. Yeah. <laughs> like, but they're already in there. <laughs> I love this. Because if you don't know jack shit about the X-Men, you're like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Is Wolverine a bad guy? We already know that Gambit's a good guy. Tag, you're it. This game is over. Okay, so how do you feel about this updated Wolverine voice? I don't know. It's better. Th- I mean, it's <laughs> better than the last one as far as it's not hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is the child all right? <laughs> not for long. They were fighting, and I wanted to help him. And boom! <laughs> so Morph and Beast are laughing at Wolverine because Jubilee knocked him over. I guess. You just heard Wolverine's pride. Well, yeah, you get beat up by a little kid, dude. What is this weird place? One part gymnasium, one part survival course, affectionately referred to as the danger room. I love Beast. Come with me, child. I I like this team, but I think it's because it's the team I knew. Yeah. These feel like the characters they would keep forever, you know? Yeah. Tell me this. What is a mutant? No one knows who will be a mutant at birth. We discover our extraordinary powers at about your age. Professor Xavier is our leader, and he has named us the X-Men. Don't worry. So vain. You are safe here. Because I can control the weather, they call me Storm. You know, I think this show... My name's Jubilee. ...like stapled Storm as like a, a maternity You've figure. Mm-hmm. Right you know what I mean? Because like in the comics, she was she was like conflicted a lot, and there was a time where she she like fought Scott for the leadership of the X Men, and she won. Aren't you guys a little old for school? But she's probably the better leader. Yeah, X Men learn something very special here, Jubilee. Because she just didn't spend the whole time like Gene. And she's powerful as fuck. True. Like, that guy can shoot laser beams in one direction. She can create every type of weather ever. <laughs> Wait, did you say laser jeans? Gene! <laughs> Straight out of the 80s with my laser jeans. Part of the robot's visual memory. Take a closer look as I replay it. 
Howdy, Wolverine. Take a load off. <laughs> I love Anybody this rogue voice actor. Yeah, rogue, rogue's voice. Holler, but nobody hollered back. There. <laughs> that ID photograph is from the Mutant Control Agency registration Wait, where's files. Rogue from? Baton Rouge? She's uh, Cajun, her. isn't she? Like No, 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 no. I think Gambit is the only one that's... Oh, see, I thought they both no. were. No. Because she usually has kind of like a southern accent. Well, she has a southern accent. I think she's from, like, Mississippi or something. Someone at the agency appears to have a hidden agenda. Because... Does your daughter have any mutant friends? These yep. Women. Oh, uh, Caldet, Cald really County, Mississippi. Oh, okay. High five. You know your... Dude, but you then, know so your ex means, ladies. So that means Gambit's from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. They're both southern. Yeah. A little southern drawl. I gotta make sure they're okay. <laughs> Look at the robot trying to hide. <laughs> like, what is it doing? The biggest fucking dude ever. And then once it do- it just walks out. Yeah, and it's no like, one- now I'm done. <laughs> I'm done hiding. <laughs> <laughs> He's afraid of her. Well, shit, they killed the first one. What the? <laughs> They're everywhere two. now. <gasps> oh, no! It's like she's not a particularly powerful mutant. Why is she so important to the control so, agency? So her... her you know, foster dad registered with so the she's like their property, basically. Yes. And so they're like, okay, well, we need one, and that she happened to be the, the one that they quarters of the mutant control agency. They pulled out of the somewhere room. in there are the registration files of hundreds. Of you think we'll ever get to see that wheelchair like in a live action movie? Uh, probably not. It's too goofy. Yeah, too goofy. If they do it, it's gonna be a whole like bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they'd probably like play no, the animated theme like when he comes in. Dude, exactly. Like just a fucking version of just it. a shit on our childhoods perfectly. You know. <laughs> If it makes it yeah, if that were to ever happen in a movie, my childhood would be dead. you will be in overall command. Professor Xavier. What was that running? He looked like he was tripping the entire time. In the peaceful coexistence between humans and mutants. But when you formed the X-Men... I love Xavier's lips. ...just to use our powers to benefit mankind... So Look, I'm gonna rewind it. He's like, when you created the X-Men, coexistence between humans and mutants. But when you He's formed like, the X-Men, was it not? Mm-hmm, yes, I did that. <laughs> he just nods his head. People would learn not to fear us. Indeed, that happened. I know what you're going to say, Cyclops. But his fucking eyebrows. I know. Maybe that's why Lil Andrew loves him so much, because they also have those fucking eyebrows, those she-are assholes. <laughs> oh, so does Wolverine. <laughs> I just want to check on Wolverine's entire face is an eyebrow. <laughs> yeah, every every bit of his hair flares out. No matter what it is. I wonder if his pubes do that. They're in a perfect way. Yeah. Just, out of the way, Gumbo. Out of the way, Gumbo. Gambit. Let him go. You know when Claremont created Gambit? Gambit was intended to be the third Summers brother. Oh, that makes sense. That would that retract with the type of power he has. That was the whole idea, uh, but I think, like, Marvel editorial was like, no, make him Cajun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember when I was 13, had me a boyfriend, so I kissed him. Poor boy was in a coma for three days. Fuck. 
realized if I touched anybody, I absorbed their strength right into me. Some power, huh? That's when the boys quit calling. Because they all found out, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Consider yourself fortunate. I had dandruff. Hey, whenever I got into trouble at school, I used to turn myself into the principal. <laughs> I'd like to kill my daddy. Morph's such a little booger. We all had to face that problem. But he doesn't really last, huh? I could around. I could swear Cyclops was told that the team would be rogue. like we are anyway. Beast and Morph, right? But then Storm and and Gambit are also there. There's a team, bro. It's like it didn't matter. They're all going, and then Wolverine shows up. A lot of noise. You decide to join us, eh? Yeah. Good conversation. Her trail went cold outside the house. Got bit by a dog, too. <laughs> what was the purpose? Did she get bit by a dog or did you? <laughs> like, what was the purpose of saying got bit by a dog, too? It didn't play into anything. It was just the inconvenience of the mission he went on without them, I guess. No one even refers to it. Like, no one asks him, like, a dog, huh? You're just like, I got bit by a dog, too. Hey, can you, guys boost me you think they get paid per line? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and improvise. Oh, so you decided to come, too. Yeah. Got bit by a dog, dude. Are you all right? I love this guy. <laughs> yeah. He walked right up to him, saw him transform in front of him, and just goes, what? <laughs> Hell yeah. They're inside the perimeter. Halt! <laughs> A goon comes out with a gun and Storm just knocks him out with some light. <laughs> the guard's keys. So I'll buy him a new door. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the door didn't belong to the guard either. Electronic beans. You can detect the infrared spectrum. I can smell them. <laughs> I can smell light. Oh, I'm confident it would not have an odor. <laughs> you will see them as well. As the mist rises. <laughs> Storm has to announce in like this majestic way every time that she does her powers. Here comes my power. <laughs> a minor poet for a minor obstacle. And then fucking beasts, fucking acrobaticism. I wonder, security. Are any of us ever truly secure? <laughs> so deep. He's like <laughs> asking like moral quandaries while like breaking in. Are any of us ever secure? <laughs> we got trouble. It looks like I've never been secure in my entire life. <laughs> he sees a janitorial closet. He's like, are any of us ever truly clean? <laughs> so deep. Okay, so that's the end of the first episode. It's a two-part. Uh, first episode ends on a on a on a cliff real hanger there. Yeah. Real. So you're telling me before we were watching this that you used to have this on a VHS. Yeah, just these first two parts. Yeah. And the VHS tape for. And it. you don't remember what happens in the second episode. I do right? not remember what happens. I'm okay. assuming they save the day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorta. Uh, Beast gets captured along with Morph, and Morph dies. Oh, they kill him again? Yeah. Well, at all they kill him. Yeah. 
Because I read a thing that I guess he died in the early 80s, like in a comic book. But he so didn't they... exist before this show. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. Then I think I misunderstood, but that's crazy. They kill off a character in the yes. fucking first two episodes. And so that's why I feel like there's a lot of mirrors between the Pride of the X-Men and this show is because they they try to give you the idea that they're going to kill off Nightcrawler. But instead, in this episode or in this series, they truly just create a character just to kill him off. They were like, the, the transforming person's got to be evil. You know, that's too evil of a power. So we got to kill off the good one. Well, person. yeah, because like Mystique is obviously going to play a bigger part in the show later on. Mm-hmm. So how does that work if there's the same powers? Exactly. You, know? you think they would like that would create a like contest or I don't know. You know, that's yeah. too similar of two characters to like. But that's crazy. They fucking murder Morph. Yeah, Morph dies in the second episode. How does he die? Uh, Sentinel laser beams him. He's just, oh, they're like, Morph, no. What's what's crazy is we don't even actually see it. Like, we just see them running away because Morph and and Beast get captured. They go back in there to break them out. And when they're running away, a Sentinel shoots a laser or stands up above the trees. And Morph is like, Wolverine, get out of here. And he pushes Wolverine. And then suddenly it cuts to the X-Mansion and Jean Grey is like, ah. And she's like, did you feel that? And and Professor X is like, what? No. Jean. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, <laughs> um, she's like, Morph, I can't feel him anymore. And then Professor X is like, oh, no, you're right. <laughs> and then <laughs> it, Wolverine wakes up in the X-Mansion and he's like, where's Morph? And they're like. Uh, he dead, homie. And he's like, Morph, no! Yeah, we should just watch this. (laughs) (laughs) And then it shows kind of what happens and just, uh, like, because then it's like Wolverine trying to reflect on what happened. Yeah. (laughs) And then it shows, like, the the sentinel laser beam down to where morph is and we don't ever see his fried body or anything he's just dead <laughs> that's got to go with the whole no guns real right. guns no sort of like uh, knives yeah because if you notice anytime wolverine cuts anything up it's a laser gun or a robot yeah or like a door you know it's yes. something uh inanimate yeah exactly and so it's it's I can imagine it's fucking hard to write a show where Wolverine can't stab anything, yeah. you know? Except unless it's a robot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which must have been a difficulty for the PG-13 movies as well, if you think about it. And that's why, like, Logan was finally rated R because he was actually, like, hacking dudes open and mm-hmm. shit in that movie. Because I think, I, they, I mean, I have to believe he had... He slashes people in the original PG-13 versions, but it must yeah, be no, like that does. classic like slashing that's just over. They just yeah. fall backwards. There's no evidence of actual damage. You, know? you see him stab through people, but yeah. there's not overt blood or yeah. anything. It's just his claws through them, and then that's it. And then they just disappear from existence. Yeah, they're yeah. just on the floor, no blood puddle or anything, which is, you know. Accurate. Yeah. To being impaled by six very sharp you know, yeah. <laughs> claws. Huge knives, yeah. <laughs> Long-ass knives. <laughs> honestly watching this made me kind of want to watch the, the shitty live action movies again yeah because just to just revisit them you know yeah i've i've always wanted to rewatch them um i rewatched portions of one of them not that long ago maybe like three or four years ago when ashley was had it on tv mm-hmm. and i was just kind of like in similar rooms or walking around or whatever but i can't i haven't seen it in full since like it was on a VHS. Which one of those three do you think you've seen the most from X-Men to the first Last Stand? The first one? The first one for sure. I think I've seen the second one the most. Yeah, well, that's the like the best one. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, the whole intro to that movie where Nightcrawler goes in to threaten the president, mm-hmm. where he's like mind controlled to like almost assassinate the president, fucking rules. Like, I, I think those movies get, I mean, I'm sure they're bad, but I think they get a bad rap in the yeah. fact that I don't think they were the worst thing to come out no. of those years. And I think they do have some charm. Too, yeah. I, mean, I get, I get a lot of, uh, like instant, uh, like Oatmeal. not aggression, but like, like slight, like, like what, what are you talking about? Anytime <laughs> I, I talk about the prequels to the Star Wars uh-huh. movies, but they live in a similar place for me where it's like. I love these movies. They're not good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like it's it's like a it's like the Fantastic Four. It's like uh Daredevil. It's like, you know, it's like anything. See, the Fantastic Four movies are bad though. <laughs> like, yeah. Those I don't know if I would be able to sit down and rewatch and be like The second one you would be able to. You think so? The Silver yeah. Surfer? Yeah. I'd be like, look at Chickless. Don't yeah. even get to see good old regular Chickless. We only get super buffed out thing Chickless. <laughs> no, you get to see him in the second one. He comes, uh, him and Johnny trade powers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we should just watch those movies. I know. I know, right? <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see y'all later. We're going to go watch uh, <laughs> the original X-Men, the PG-13 X-Men films, and Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed your flight. I never got my peanuts. I'm kind of pissed. All right. So two shows, two episodes. One of them obviously got a series. One of them Mm -hmm. did not. Do you think... Because if you give the pilot license to Pride of the Mm X-Men, X-Men, the animated series, does not exist. That's true. Or we do eventually... What is the second season was that? You know what I mean? What if they just continued and just had a rotating cast like every season? Like, okay, you know, so-and-so's not on the team. Let's bring on Psylocke or so-and-so. Kitty Pride eventually show up in the 90s X-Men series? That's the thing. No. No, she never does. She never does. And also, around that era, she was kind of just gone from comic books at all. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Because, like... Like in modern comics, since, like, the early 2000s, Kitty Pride, since Joss Whedon, pretty much... Kitty Pride has been a staple in the comic books. Absolutely, you know. And I mean, even to go on to have her own series and do yeah. all these crazy shit, I feel like she's done more than most X-Men in some ways, you know? Yeah, I agree. It's just interesting. Um, what Do you think the pilot license is deservedly where it is, or do you think... Would you have liked to have seen a, a past where Pride of the X-Men got a full series? My only worry about Pride of the X-Men is that they would have felt the need to keep those voice actors and keep those oh, things. Yeah. And if that would have continued through the series, it would not have lasted. You know what I mean? No one would have been able to take it seriously where I feel like the 90s series does. It found the voices. It found the style. You know what I mean? That it would is, go on to be iconic. It you know is still mean? very melodramatic, though. Absolutely. Pride of the X-Men, I feel like it moves so fucking fast. Mm-hmm. But it was what got them the ability to get a full series. Because, it, as you notice, the pilot is two episodes mm-hmm. now for the animated series, the 90s one. That's a strong start for a 90s cartoon, yeah. I have to believe. How many started with a two-part pilot? Not you know? very many. I think maybe X-Men was the first to do it. That's crazy. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I love it. Now, I definitely give the pilot's license to X-Men. X-Men. The animated series, yeah, you know what I mean? Series. But I feel like Pride of the X-Men is something that 
could have. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it, it could have had its own. Limits. I would have. I would love to have had a mix, especially with that kind of animation style that we lost from the '80s version. Yeah. I would have loved to have kept that fucking menacing, horrifying yeah. Magneto. You know? like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. If you look at the side of the cabinet of the of the Konami X-Men arcade game, it's that Magneto with, like, the shadow and his helmet and everything, and he's just like this. He's, like, got his head tilted back, his nostrils kind of open, and he's just looking down at you like, you are pathetic, you know? I never love Eric more than when he's a fucking menace to society. Yeah, yeah, I really love the Pride of the X-Men, but I I also love the animated series. It's... I, I will give you that. The voices. If Wolverine had stayed Australian... The iconic Wolverine would be brown, and Hugh Jackman might have just had his Australian voice in the fucking. To movies. this day, he'd be Australian. I bet if that show would have lasted, yeah. it would have stapled, and they would have had to basically retcon the character to be Australian. Yeah, in or, the comic books, it would have been like, yeah, I lived in Canada for a long time, but I was born in Australia. Yeah, or vice versa. You yeah. know what I mean? Like flood to Australia yeah. when I realized I was a mutant, and now I'm just down under. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that wouldn't have lasted. No. Oh, so, I, so yeah. It would have been one of those things where all of a sudden, episode two, everybody sounds different. You know yeah. what I mean? And be like, oh, what happened? <laughs> Did everybody go to speech class? <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're giving our pilot license to uh, X Men the Animated Series. Good job. Wow. Um, thank you guys for listening. Rate and review us wherever you guys get podcasts. Thank you for flying. Yeah, yeah. thank you for flying on X Flights International. This was their debut flight. It's been about an hour, so we should be landing in the Savage Land pretty soon. Are you excited to see them dinos? Dude, I'm so excited, dude. I've never seen a diny. I'm going to try some of that dino meat. You know? dino, it's about time. <laughs> Get some dino steak. That'd be Barney and, and Fred. Dude, it's going to be fucking delicious. Have Fred. you ever had dinosaur? It's just it's so gamey. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble were going to be those two guys. Hell yeah. Dude. Uh, follow us on Instagram. That's going to be in the show notes below. You can watch the uh, Spider-Man PSA where he's talking about going and voting. Go watch Pride X-Men on YouTube. It's yeah. still on there. It's, it's, it's still on it's, there. It's a fun watch. It is. I think it's definitely worth the time. Um, and keep, keep fucking that chicken. Keep fucking that goddamn chicken. That thing better be dead by now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is so morbid. All right. Well, uh, see y'all some other time, guys. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.